Let me ask you a question. Have you ever been at an amazing restaurant and you're enjoying a beautiful meal with people that you really care about and you look out the window of the restaurant you're sitting in, candlelight, nice bottle of wine, the whole deal, and you see across the street and you see another restaurant and people are having fun in there and maybe you're enjoying Italian food and you wonder, I wonder what it's like over there though. I wonder what that French cuisine is like over there. And so you start to lack appreciation for the delicious meal that you're eating wondering what it might be like across the street. I will tell you what that has to do with today's episode inside. I'll see you there. Want to know what it really takes to build a thriving, profitable business from the ground up? Hey, I'm your host, Cody Birch, and this is the Cody Builds a Business Podcast, your unfiltered front row seat to watching me build a seven-figure online business from scratch or die trying. Let's get started. All right, welcome to the second part of my Q&A with the FAM, stands for Funnels and Ads Mastery. If you want to join and need more support with uh, Funnels and Ads in your business, you should go to onehourfunnel.com slash waitlist, and you'll be notified when my super awesome community of online marketers and advertisers and small business owners and solopreneurs, uh, where we're mastering ads and funnels, whenever the doors open, because right now it's closed. But if you'd like to be first in line to join that uh, awesomeness happening in there, go to that website, onehourfunnel.com slash waitlist. And so in this group, I asked this week, what do you want me to talk about on the show? And I got this question today from Sarah. And Sarah said, when do you not mess with an ad and let it run always? And I thought about another story. There's a person in the fam. Her name is Jen. And Jen is kind of killing it with online lead generation. She's got a great offer. She's getting people to opt in for her stuff for like a dollar. Now, what's interesting is, and maybe a little bit more than that, but let's just say it's a buck or under two bucks. What's interesting about that is it's for a webinar. And so under $2 webinar registrations statistically is super amazing and awesome. Okay. And she's been running them for a long time, like the better part of a year. I remember one day I was talking to Jen and she said, I got this new ad. It's got this new hook and this new angle and it's not doing very well. And it's getting like $4 leads. I said, hey, cool. How's the other one going that was getting the dollar leads? She's like, oh, that one's still going and it's still a buck. And it's still I'm cranking that one out, you know, 100 bucks a day or whatever the budget was. And I was like, well, what, well, what do you see what's going on here? Like, why, why would you, why are you, what are you looking for? Like, why are you keep trying to, are you trying to beat the dollar leads with 90 cent leads? Like, what's the deal? And, you know, she didn't really know. And we had, you know, kind of laughed about that. And I know Sarah in her business too, last I checked, she was getting leads in her business for her download, uh, downloadable free cheat sheet, free checklist for under a buck. And that's awesome. And it, it's a two-step process. When you launch a new ad account, you don't know what it's going to cost you to get leads. You're just guessing. And you can say, well, webinar leads I've heard are eight to 12 bucks. That's what Cody said. Lead magnet leads are, you know, three to five. That's what Cody said. Uh, if it's a super, super specific niche, like I remember I was doing some coaching for a community that was of artists and they were selling like how to get better at a specific type of art. Well, that's such a niche market. They were getting leads for like 10 cents and 20 cents. This was recently, like in 2019. And it was just because it was so specific and nobody is advertising to that group of people on Facebook like that. And they were just totally killing it. So I thought that was interesting. So you don't know is my point until you get your ads out there into the world so they can start generating results and getting people to opt in. Okay. But once you know that it's going to cost you 80 cents to get a lead, then you have a baseline. Like once you have enough data, I was listening to a podcast and this guy, Phil Jones, awesome author, awesome speaker. He said, once I get paid a speaking fee three times in a row, that's my new speaking fee. And I feel the same with Facebook ads and lead generation. Like once you've gotten, you know, 50 leads or a hundred leads, like pick a number at a certain price, that's your baseline for what it will cost you to get leads. 
When I opened up that funnel last week that I talked about on the show on Wednesday, I knew the last time I ran that, my best placement was Instagram stories. And that was getting me about $2.80 leads for people to swipe up and grab a copy of their book. It was beating desktop. It was beating images. It was beating videos. And that was just the best. Okay. So I, I knew that was my baseline. I got hundreds and hundreds of leads for under $3 with that ad. And I was surprised because it had been about, I don't know, six months since I had flipped those ads back on. And it's of me walking on a pier in Santa Monica with my red sunglasses. And I didn't even have a copy of the book. I wish I did. And I just said, funnel building's hard. It shouldn't be swipe up to make it easier or something like that. And it's, you know, it's certainly at the time of this recording is December in Colorado and I am not on a beach, uh, you know, at all just happened to be on a beach that one day and thought I'd shoot that video, which I actually shot it about a year ago as luck would have it. So, uh, anyways, you get established a baseline and then you can do what you can to try to beat it. Like do what you can to try to beat that ad if you would like, but I don't lose a lot of time over. That's why, that's why it's my silly example in the in the intro. If you're enjoying a delicious meal, just enjoy it. It's delicious. Savor every morsel of every bite, and and you know, nice sip of wine or juice or water or whatever. Uh, go for the Topo Chico. I'm trying to think of the fancy water. Uh, whatever. Get nice glass of water. <laughs> if, you know, whatever. I'm trying to be uh, for those that don't uh, enjoy a glass of wine or adult beverages. Enjoy it. Savor it. Don't wonder what the next meal is going to be like. Don't wonder where the next meal is coming from or what the food tastes like across the street. You've got something in your business. And so when I look at Facebook ads, I don't blame my lack of conversion on the ads themselves. Like I said, my, my funnel is not converting. People aren't taking the offer to me. That's, that's not anything to do with the ads. The ads are targeting a certain group of people. They're being talked to in a certain way, a certain stories being told, a certain invitations being made. And I can get better at that. Like, yeah, it certainly does affect a little bit downstream, but it's not this direct correlation. I just think super top of funnel, get the ads out there to the ads convert or not. Can I establish a baseline price for what it costs me to get somebody to join my email list? I'll just rattle off a few. It cost me this year about eight bucks to get somebody to join a virtual summit. It cost me about $3 to get them to join a five-day challenge. Did that promotion twice. It cost me $25 to get people to join a live stream, which is like a three-hour training. It cost me three bucks or so to get a lead magnet download of my book. And I haven't tried other PDFs this year, but those have been my big challenges. It cost me about $20 to get somebody to buy my one hour funnel book when I was selling it free plus shipping. So those are just some baseline numbers. I didn't know until I ran the numbers. I've got some ideas for lead gen in 2020. I want to try. I hope they get, bring me leads for under $3. I hope they bring me people I can serve uh, in my community with my expertise, build authority, build affinity, build relationship, and then invite them to take the next step for under three bucks. If it was a dollar, I could get three times as many leads, like simple math there. At 50 bucks, at $5 a lead, I'm getting 10 leads a day. At 50 bucks, at a uh, dollar leads, I'm getting 50 leads a day. Very simple. So um, that's that's what I would test. I hope that answered your question, Sarah. It's a great question of how do you know when not to mess with an ad and let it run? And there's a certain, Sarah's niche is in the, the parenting market, like parents of young children. Those ads can run for a while because... I don't know if you know this about uh, humanity is lots of babies are born all the time. So Sarah's in the unique cases. She's got these customers coming online, so to speak, all the time because so many babies are being born. And there's a chance that the winning ads for Sarah are going to be winners for a long time. Last thing, I'll, I'll end with this. When I take over a new ad account or new to me, at least, and another marketer or the business owner was running ads in that community, I'll go back in the archives. That's the first thing I do. And I assess, 
and I sort and I look through the ad account and say, what used to work? And if it's evergreen, like if it doesn't say Thanksgiving 2016 in the ad copy, I'll fire that ad back on. I'll put it in a new campaign so I can clean up the new promotions we're running. I might rename it so we know what it is. But uh, I look for those winners because a winning ad kind of is a winning ad. I saw this week, I was watching a football game and there's a Corona beer commercial of a person on a beach and it's dark and they're whistling a Christmas carol. I think it's Oh Christmas Tree, Oh Christmas Tree. And as they're whistling, the palm tree lights up with Christmas lights and it says like, you know, happy holidays or Merry Christmas or whatever. I thought, I think I've seen that ad for 10 years, but that's just a good ad. It's a simple ad, makes you think about the beach, makes you, which is aligned with the brand of Corona beer. And they've been running that ad forever. They haven't changed it. That's the same ad. It's been years and years and years, and they're not falling over themselves to create a new ad. Okay. So that's my take on that. I hope that helped out. Hope you have an awesome weekend. Next week's going to be my event. I'm going to be crushing it in Denver. I'm speaking that into existence and welcoming dozens of entrepreneurs and figuring out their marketing and their funnels and their ads together, getting a really great plan for them for 2020. I'll be sure to recap all the details of the event once it's done. But next week, I've got some great interviews with people that are uh, copywriters. One's a gamification expert. I loved the chat with her. And I'm going to drop those episodes next week while I am doing such an amazing job for the people that are there for the live event. Hope your year has been amazing. We're winding everything down. It's the end of a decade and it's 2020 is just going to be incredible. And I'm so happy that you're here to join me on my journey and I can support you as well. Have an awesome day. I'll see you soon.